0: good day friends welcome to tuesday january the 4th 2022 happy new year and welcome to a new day i hope that your winter is going well and that your new year is going well and that you are keeping your head in the game keeping your head in spiritual things and in things of eternal value in the midst of a world of confusion and at times chaos and at times discouragement and that's why we do enough for today we want to encourage you today And we want to be encouraged. Hey, by the way, I want to tell you, it is so great when we hear from you. When I get to hear from you, it's a special treat. Yesterday morning, I got a text message from one of our church family members who just said, Hey, I I know Mondays are hard. Be encouraged. We're so thankful. And she went on, and it was a great encouragement. Got an email from a church family member who had given done to a friend who was battling an illness. And she said, Please pray uh, for his salvation today. And then she said, you know, she emailed back and said, maybe maybe asking for salvation today is a bit presumptuous. Let's just pray for salvation soon. And then she found out that he was reading the Dunn book and she wrote back and said, no, let's pray today. And then uh, just before I recorded this, I got an email that said, that man today has trusted Jesus as his personal Savior. Man, there's no greater news than that. Got to present the gospel Sunday afternoon, tired after preaching, but we held a uh, memorial service at our church for a family in our church who lost their mom and a small group of friends and family gathered. And it was a joy to to give them the gospel and help them understand how to know Jesus. And as they left, they were taking done books, and several people were commenting that uh, what was said in the funeral had sparked interest. You know, my friend, it 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 reminds me, and sometimes we operate in faith in this matter, but then God gives us a pinhole of light to show us. No, He's at work wonderfully in the world around us. And your mission and mine is to be bearers of light and hope. We are salt. We are not to be professional gripers and online murmurers. We are not to be uh, correcting the political or civil or social narrative. It is not our responsibility to to rectify all social injustice as believers. We don't even have the power to do that, okay? Uh, Most of us don't. Now, if you're in a place of power and influence and position, then use that, Um, and we should be voting and participating in our citizenship. We should be good citizens. Uh, and godly citizens. But our primary responsibility as church and as a, as believers is to be bearers of the gospel. And if we can do that through avenues of civil or social justice or social media or whatever areas of influence God's given you, then so be it. Wonderful. Uh, but the tip of the spear of this day is the gospel. It's the good news. People meeting Jesus... So they're ready for his return. And, uh, and, and I think that is so, so critical that we keep our head uh, on mission, keep our lives on mission. And you know what will do that? The word of God. So let's look at Psalm 33. We left off yesterday in verses four and five. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth, and he loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. And I said this at the end of yesterday's devotion. It's the Word of God that, number one, gives us a reason, verses 1 through 3, to rejoice and to sing and to celebrate and to make noise, because we get into the Word of God and we find out the Bible is good news. Now, it's got some diagnosis, it's got some warnings, it's got a call to rebels. So in that sense, it might seem at times strong or confrontational or even dark. Okay, But that's because a loving, good God is dealing with, with justice. He's dealing justly with wickedness and sin and death. But when it comes to those whose hearts are soft and who have in repentance turned to Jesus and received his gift of salvation, the Bible from start to finish is good, good news. But let me tell you what else it is. It's a framework of wisdom. It's a framework of godliness, of life. It is how to look at the world through the lens of who God is and what He's doing and who we are and what the world is and what is the nature of existence and what does it mean to be alive in 2022 on planet Earth, wherever this program finds you, the Word of God gives you this framework. Now, my friend, I, I want to build on what we said yesterday because the Word of God gives us truth, gives us an, a sense of what is right and wrong, gives us uh, judgment discernment okay and and in a world where more words and more noise is coming at us than ever before we need discernment we need the ability to filter what we're receiving through the truth of the word of God in that we're going to then be able to look at the world and discern and see what the end of verse five says the goodness of the Lord throughout all the earth we're going to see that there is the fullness of God all around us if we have the discernment to see it and to engage with it and to walk through this life, whatever our circumstances, to walk through this life with him, okay? So let me build on that for a minute and encourage you when it comes to engaging the word of God this year. I'm so glad you joined me on Enough for Today, but can I tell you that 10 or 12 minutes with me is not gonna be enough, okay? And just Psalms is not gonna be enough. It's gonna be helpful, and I hope you'll continue with that but there's so many great ways to engage the Word of God. Uh, And there's so many free uh, supplementary ways to engage the Word of God. I'm thinking about taking some time in the next uh, few Wednesday nights at Emmanuel to talk specifically about some practical ways to engage the Word of God, to grow in wisdom, to grow in discernment, and get into some of the minutiae of it personally and how you can do that in your own schedule and in your own time and build that into the framework of your life uh, there's audio bibles there's video material there's teaching material through books of the bible there's study bibles there's online study bibles um, and there's so many great resources let me encourage you to uh i talked about this yesterday the book the wisdom pyramid to build like you have a food pyramid, build a wisdom pyramid in your life. Let the widest, broadest foundation of that pyramid—in other words, what you consume the most—be biblical in nature. Uh, I want to challenge you to look to evaluate all the time you spend on email and text messages and social media and Instagram and whatever else there is out there. Podcasts, audio books. Uh, entertainment, streaming, uh, you know, binge-watching your favorite television show, sports, whatever it is, do an inventory this this month of January. Take inventory of your consumption and ask yourself, what is the balance of my consumption? And if you're consuming more, uh, more talking head, you know, uh, cable news than you are of the Word of God, I'm not saying don't watch the news or don't click on interesting articles. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... Bring it into balance so that the Word of God is the broadest foundation of your consumption. And when I say the Word of God, I mean, anything that is you consuming the Word itself or going deeper into the Word and understanding it at a better level. So maybe it's listening to a sermon series or maybe it's uh, listening to a book, a Christian book that's helping you understand the Bible. Um or a podcast that's going through the Bible like we like we do on Enough for Today. These are good things. Uh, my daughter works for a ministry called Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Uh, Haley is a writer, uh, soon to go full-time for that ministry. Global ministry with a global impact uh, that if you jump on what they call the Bible bus, you can go through the whole Bible in five years with J. Vernon McGee. My friend Kurt Skelly has um, Truth... I'm trying to remember the the name of his podcast, but every day, video and audio, like we do enough for today, he's going through books of the Bible, teaching through the Bible. I mean, there are so many wonderful resources like that, my friend, that will help you take, like we're doing Psalms, it will help you take a whole book of the Bible and understand that book. And you know what? When you've done that 66 times, you've done that with the whole Bible. It will enrich you. It will deepen you. It will anchor you. It will define you. It will give you such a rigid and a strong foundation and such a durable a core of wisdom and understanding. Frankly, you'll be so durable that the circumstances of life will, will find you to be impenetrable, okay? Indestructible in terms of wisdom, knowledge, joy, peace, hope, the things that ground you and define you and keep you on mission and on task for God, with God in this life. I just can't speak long enough, loud enough. I can't emphasize it uh, enough. You need and I need the Word of God in our lives. And this Psalm really emphasizes that for us. It emphasizes that the Word of God, hey, verse six, by the Word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. God's Word is powerful. So let it shape you this year and let it be your filter that approves everything else in your life. Hey, happy Tuesday, we'll see you tomorrow.